you for joining me on this journey and welcome to episode 55 of Remembering Our Way Home. This week, our featured guest is beloved daughter, granddaughter, mother, and Virginia native, Lavinia Jackson. As an artist, producer, leader, and community activist, Lavinia shares some insights and discusses why there is no right or wrong road to ancestral veneration. Welcome to Remembering Our Way Home, a weekly podcast to inspire, enlighten, and empower listeners via personal testimonies, discussions, and interviews with featured individuals who have embraced the transformational and ancient practice of ancestral veneration. Well, thank you so much, Lavinia, for joining me this afternoon on Remembering Our Way Home. What comes to mind, or what do you think about when you hear the word ancestor? Um, that word has evolved for me, um, especially being in community where ancestor has been redefined. For me, ancestors now are the collective in my bloodline and beyond of those who have transitioned from this plane to the next. Um, that doesn't mean that they aren't with us. That means that they aren't with us in, in, in the collection of energy that we call the body. So how did you first become aware, Lavinia, of this idea of your ancestors? Or what was your very first encounter with them? Well, I guess you can say it, it started when I was a little girl. In my family, um, we have dreams. That's something that was normal. That's something that we talked about. So they come and see me in my dreams. And oh, it was wow. a normal conversation. The normal conversation was me, my mother, my grandmother, my aunt, um, her sister, her, my, 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 my aunt's children. We'd all have a conversation about you've been dreaming. And then they'd ask, well, who did you see? Or who came to, who came to visit? And wow. when I was little, a lot, a lot of times they were people I didn't know. They weren't. They were ancestors. They were people, and they would be like, oh, that's aunt so-and-so, or that's grandma so-and-so, or that's this person, or that's this person. And I'd be like, okay. Oh. And I just, and I took that with me. Now, as, as I began, as, 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 as elders began to transition, um, they easily came back and saw me. This is plain as day. Oh. And I'd, I'd be sleeping and wake up and be like, Yes, ma'am. How you doing? <laughs> What's going on? You know, and then as I had my children, they saw them. They oh. would see folks that they had never had any contact with. They would see folks that they did have contact with. And I'd be like, but you don't know them. They're like, I know, oh. but they came and they said blah, 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 and they had this on, and we were here, and I was like, oh, okay, wow. thank you. <laughs> so I've been, so 
but we didn't call it ancestors. We just we just said we had dreams, and you know, oh. they 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 come to warn us of death. They came to warn us if somebody was being born. They came to warn us about you know danger or you know something getting ready to happen. Because that's oh. usually what I I know something is going on is when they start kicking up in my dreams. And, I'm, mm. and then I get on the phone and call my aunt, and my aunt will be like, yeah, well, they showed up last week, but not this week. And I'll be like, okay. It's, it, so it's not me. No, it's not you. I'll be like, okay. Wow. Where's your family from? So, originally, we are, um, originally, we are from a, a small, two small towns in Virginia. One is Marshall. Um, it's up in the hills near Middleburg, Virginia, and then the other one is Tappahannock, Chris Brown's hometown. Um, But I knew him when he was running around a daycare with a rat tail. Um, (laughs) Right. Um, And my grandmother moved from Marshall to Tappahannock to become a principal of a school in the next county over. So, um, and she brought her aunt, which is my great-great-aunt, for whom I'm named for, and I'm named after my grandmother. So that at one point there were three Lavinias um, alive when I was little. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. So there's there's and plus my name is I found out this year, this year last year that it's like six generations of Lavinias, like way 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 back, all wow. spelled differently. But I so the ancestral connection is real with me. Um, yeah. I, I carry a different kind of weight than my, you know, other folks. I've always, um, just looking at your daughters, I don't know, it's like just seeing you and your girls, I've, it just <laughs> immediately would transport me into the movie Ease by You. Just, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just I don't know why, but now it just makes sense. You know, you do have this ancestral energy and presence about you and, and just it's just amazing that now now hearing that it's like oh no wonder and no wonder your girls look so powerful. So I was asking you about your um your first encounter with the ancestors. So you told me you didn't know that was what it was. But so how did you become no. aware finally? You're like oh, oh okay ancestral veneration. How did that how did that come into your life? It wasn't until I I got connected with the Kwanzaa Collective here. For real? Oh, oh, um, oh, wow. That I I gave it that name. Like, we always wow. have pictures of, we, I mean, we always have pictures of, we always have pictures of, 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 of our ancestors up in, in every house that I go right. in. Like, yeah. it's normal. Like, this is grandpa so-and-so, or this is so-and-so, and this is so They're always up. But I didn't know yeah. it was a veneration. Like, I didn't know it was something new to do. It's what we do wow. in in my family. Like so, it's like okay, and we and we are always going through pictures when I was little to remember, um, yeah. you know, especially around the holidays. We would always go through old photos and identify this person, identify that person. Did it like it was a regular thing to keep their wow. memories alive. But again, I didn't know that was ancestral veneration. Wow. I just thought that's what you do. Yeah. Oh, okay. I I I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah. And then when I yeah. moved, then when I moved into my house, um, there was a whole lot, and this was like six years ago because I think I've been here six years. Um, 
they were really loud. Like my mother had just transitioned. Um, and so all of my ancestors were hovering around me. They picked out my house. They told me where they wanted their pictures. No, for real. They picked wow. out my house. They told me where they wanted the pictures. They told me how to set up certain things. They sent me to certain places to get certain things. And I'm like, mm. y'all, real funny. Real. <laughs> and they get to be loud. They was real loud. And I was like, okay, y'all, I, I, I hear you. Well, and then. Describe that loud. What do you mean? Like, just, you can stop hearing thoughts? or Quite literally. Quite literally. It's in my head, like nobody else can hear it, but yeah. I can hear it, and it's it. But I know the voice, and the voice is like, "You need to go over here and go buy this." I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that right now. No, you know, yeah. I said, I said, go over here and get me this. Like my mother sent me to the ABC store to get her a bottle of Tangeray. <laughs> Did you not? Wow. And I was like, wow. really? <laughs> really? So I had to put the bottle of Tangeray, you know, up there near her picture and all this stuff. And she's like, all right, yes. I'm good. And, like, I think it was I think it was the first year we were in the house, we did a little celebration for my mother, and all of us heard go to KFC. Like, it was not even a question. We don't eat wow. KFC. The only time we, we the only time we eat KFC was with my mother, and yeah. it was real loud. It was like, I want chicken. I, we don't. If you going to KFC? You got the money, right? I was like, okay. right. Like I was sitting there, like, oh god. So so it, so it's loud like that for me. It for me. It, it may not be like that for everyone, but it's. It's loud like that. Mm-hmm. Just like if I'm in the kitchen, for instance, especially now that in my kitchen it's electric versus gas because I had gas stove for a long time. Um, I move different in an, with electric stove. I yeah. move like my grandma. I move like my mother. Yeah. There's certain things I do that I know it's not me. I can feel my grandmother, like, coming through and, and doing what she do. I can feel mm-hmm. my mother coming through and telling me, that I hadn't done this or I hadn't done that, like, I can feel it. And so that's how I know that they are with me. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't worry about it. Like, my, my great uncle, his name is Philip. Um, I tried to plant all kinds of berries and trees in the yard, you know, fruit-bearing things. Them things didn't grow. They don't like me. I don't know why. My mm. uncle had a great in the backyard. I bought a grapevine on a whim, left it alone. It grew. I said, okay, Philip Jackson, thank you. Because I wasn't, <laughs> I, I don't know how to grow grapes. Right. That's him. That's what, that's, that's all him. That's not me. That's, that was him. Wow. And I was like, okay. Right. So that's, that's how <laughs> they, that's how they show up. That's, you know, we keep pictures yeah. around the house. Yeah. You know, along with, you know, other altars in my house, you know, to, you know, yeah. Oya, Oshun, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, you mentioned so many beautiful things so far. Is there one thing, like the most magical thing that's ever happened to you where you just like, okay, they are real. The ancestors are real. Can you think of one thing <laughs> that comes to mind first? Can I think of one thing? Um, Yeah, is it one thing that comes to mind first when you think about, like, the most magical thing that's ever happened to you related to your ancestors? uh, Well, I can say that... Hmm. Other folks have told me, like, um, at my mother's funeral, um, that I did something magical. Um, I didn't see it as magical. I don't even, I don't quite remember the moment, but mm-hmm. my book had, my book had just been published and I stopped to get a copy and, um, I was standing up there to do like, kind of like a eulogy, but not quite. Mm-hmm. And I was able to read from the book with no tears. I went into this other person mm. and they were like, we don't know how you did that. And I was like, I don't either. <laughs> you know, to, to be honest, I don't either. But I do know that that church, that church was filled with other ancestors. I, I know that it wasn't just my mother there. I knew my grandmother yeah. was there. There were others that were in that church that had transitioned. So I had all kinds of support. Yeah. Um, like, like just like when she passed away, my car's odometer stopped. It would not move. And I drove from here to Fredericksburg, and the odometer would not move. Mm. So, like, so it's little things. Like, it's, it's wow. little things like that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, like I'm sitting there going, the odometer is not moving. <laughs> and I, and it's, I was like, okay, it's really, really not okay. It's not moving. Wow. And it just it moved from there. So you know, again, it's 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 little things. It's little things. It's not um. It's not big, humongous things. You know, like I didn't even know I was going to get this house. Like I had no idea. I didn't pick it out. And the ancestors that were in this house called me, like when I when I because the both the both the um the elders that were in this house passed away. And um, they were like, yeah, we want you in this house. And I was like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we want you. you." And I was like, me? Yeah. I said, okay. So, you know, again, some of it is simple. Some of it is, you know, like, overwhelming you know i could and i can attribute me getting into grad school definitely to my elders because i talked my way into that yeah i like i when i say i knew i I knew i had it before i applied and then Uh, just talking to the department head was you know and then i could hear folks laughing (laughs) i really my mom and them laughing at me like, it well, took you long enough. You talked uh, a lot about family. How has developing a relationship with your ancestors, um, how, like, how, how's it 
affected your family? Like, do you, do you see that, you know, continuing this um, ancestral relationship, do you see how it's how it's affected your family, like positive or negative? Has it, or has it affected um, your family in a good way? Oh, it definitely has. Um, yeah. For my kids. For my kids, it's been a transition um, okay. because we started okay. off as Catholic, and then I we see. went to AME, and then we left the AME, and then we began the journey of non-Abrahamic, Western, whatever you want to call it. Um, I see. So, okay. So for them, it is the only thing that makes sense. See. Right. Yeah. So it 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 opens up everything for them. It's like, okay, I get it. Yes. Like you know, like all the things that we would say in 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 the black church um make more sense when you're not in the black church. I see. You get you get to see the connection, understand why it's ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Like all of the things that we say make more sense for yes. my kids, you know, for you. my kids, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So they, you know, they don't have as many questions about, you know, why they just get questions when, you know, like Tori, my middle one will get questions when she's the one that gets tapped on a yes. lot more than, you know, she's like, why? I said, that's because you open kid. They like you. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, just, just accept it that they like you. You know, you're going to be all right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, so but you have noticed after, that difference. You have noticed that yeah. difference in your family dynamics. That's cool. After, yeah. In my kids. But for the elders in my family, I don't say that we're talking about the ancestors, per se. I just feel right. like we're talking about family because, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. in in their good 70s, almost yeah. 80. So, you know, yeah. be like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, we're going to still talk about what you want to talk about, but I'm still going to be me. We're going to, you know, we, we come to that understanding. What about siblings? Do you, you know, the, the relationship with your siblings and extended family has, you know, has, have your ancestors worked that out in ways beyond what you could? Um, Healing and rifts and all of that? Family rifts or... Six half brothers and sisters on the dad's side, mm-hmm. um, and my I, I was I, I had a chance to meet some of my family when I was fifteen. That's like when I was when I first met them when I was fourteen years old, um, and so I didn't have a chance to meet my grandmother on that side. But everybody said, and it's true that I do look like her. Mm-hmm. I look like look like my other grandmother. So there are things that I've inherited from her, whether I know it or not, things that yeah. I do that are like her, whether I know it or not. Um, there are, and then there's my Uncle Kim, who passed away from AIDS um, in the 90s, I believe it was, early 90s. And yeah. um, so... They've come to show me how what family is and isn't because their definitions of family out there are very different than yeah. my mother's side. My mother's side is, is, is real strict on the 
on the blood um, and real strict on kind of acceptance, but not quite. They out there be like, you so-and-so's child, you accept it. Everybody welcome. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It was like it was a very different understanding of, of family. And they were also part of the Great Migration. Like, so their whole understanding of life is different. Mm-hmm. And so I understand that there are things about them that I may not ever know. But when I went to the family reunion, I learned a whole lot about about family and about who were and how we the family is actually a diaspora and how yeah. like I met I met one of my cousins like I remember we because we did our, our our thing in Chicago I met one of my cousins I looked her dead in the face and I said God we are most definitely related. Like, it was easy. <laughs> I didn't know her from a can of paint, but I knew she was related to me. Yeah, we had the absolutely. same. Same. I, I was like, but I don't know you. I don't yeah. know you. So, and she's doing things. We're doing a lot of things alike. Like, we didn't know. We weren't trying. So, when it comes to that, it, you know, it, it just allows me to be able to be my more full of myself, more, a more full expression of myself, because, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, I got it from both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I am I am the collective. I'm not the all one or all other. I'm the collective of, 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 all, of the, all of these ancestors yeah. and their experience. <laughs> so, um, and what kind of things do you do um, daily, weekly, or monthly to honor your ancestors? And I do talk about your space uh, in the home. But, yeah, what kind of things do you do? I have an altar um, mm-hmm. to them in the middle, like it's over a fireplace. And mm-hmm. um, I change, of course, there's, there's water that's always on. I keep several bottles of water or jars of water, just open containers. And I will, you know, whenever there's a, like a full moon or close to the moon or they tell me, it just depends. Um, yeah. I'll definitely honor them, change out the water. Um, recently, I've rearranged and cleaned the altar off. Yeah. Um, you know, making sure that, you know, do you still want this? Do you still want that? And move some things around. Um, you know, I, you know, we light candles and incense and, you know, there are some times when if I feel the need, I will meditate. Um with them, you know, lighting a white candle, sitting down, having a conversation with them uh, when I'm really feeling all out of sorts, you know. But my my the, the everyone who says you know that comes to my house says that the place that I have them is is the most peaceful space in my house. So uh-huh. so you know coming you know knowing that that is the intention of the space, and then I'll go in there and I'll just sit. And they'll help me read, um, you know, just just little things that I do on a daily or on a weekly basis, you know, to to make myself comfortable. When you think about your ancestors, is there a film, a song, or a book that immediately comes to mind? Um, 
It's a Bible verse. Okay. Um, and I can't remember it exactly, but it's more like to those who are given much, much is expected or much is... Oh, yeah. To whom much is given, much is required. Yes. That, that, that. I live by that. Yes. 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 So yes. That has been a mantra um, for me when it, because they gave me a lot. Same. And I realize, I realize that I live, and, and especially being in Greensboro and, and doing the work that I've done, I realized yes. how privileged that I am. Because I thought I, I thought I was a certain kind of black until I got here. Then I realized <laughs> that I was, I might, I'm on the Sabini side of black. And I'm yes. like, I, I am, <laughs> you know, like, I didn't realize that I was Sabini. Like, not like right. that. Right. You know, so I'm realizing my privilege. And so I, yes. I understand that they worked hard. I understand that they, you know, value education. I understand that they value engagement and entrepreneurship and all the things, you know, civil yeah. rights, all the things. I understand why now why they value them. But I also understand why when they get to a certain point in life, they understand the systems are slow to change. Yep. And and that's a that's a new revelation for me because you know, we out here in the streets, we try to make all these changes and this, that, and the third. And, you know, lots of time, old folks will tell you, you get old enough, you'll see. You get old enough. You just, you just wait. You live long enough, yes. you'll see. Yes. And I'm just wow. <laughs> that didn't make no sense to me even, like, five years ago. And now I'm like, yeah, y'all going to keep living. Keep living. Because... You know, the things that, that I learned as a child um, to honor elders, to sew a little bit, to cook, to speak, to read, you know, the basics in life, that's not what people are teaching kids now. That's right. Young, young people aren't learning the basics of how to, how to take care of themselves. They're learning so they, they don't have um, comprehension skills. They don't have deductive reasoning. So they can't really function. They need family in a different kind of way yeah. now. So if I hadn't had, you know, my grandmother and all those folks in the village taking care of me, I wouldn't be prepared to, to, to take care of as many people as I care for. There's no yeah. way in the world. Yeah. I would have been frustrated and gone crazy and told them to get on out the house, a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I would have been like, yeah. yeah. But now now I'm not like that. You know, I understand that I, I was given a whole lot. I was given a whole lot. And that's why I am now responsible. And that's why I'm required to do the work that I'm doing so that my children can have, you know, have their shot. Absolutely, yes. Wow. So in closing, why is developing a relationship with your ancestors important, Davinia? Um, On an individual basis, it allows you to explore who you are. 
to understand your own bloodline and genes and why you may be have an affinity for something and why you dislike something else. Mm-hmm. It allows you to, to dig into personality traits, health issues, all kinds of things that you couldn't explain. And your ancestors are easily able to give you a lot of those answers. On a collective level, it allows you to see how we work as human beings, how life continues, how folks aren't really dead, like how the values of what we have and where they come from, like, you know, how Christianity steals things and repackaged it. Um, (laughs) Yes. For for real. You know, like – and why you, and it, it's okay to to have both and it's okay to walk away from it um you know that that's why you need you know the collective to validate the ancestors because your ancestors are not just in your family um our ancestors include you know you know Maya and and you know they they include all of our heroes and sheroes that's right they include Right, it, so they're all a part of the family. Mm-hmm. So yes. you, you, some days you may need my Angelou to come and walk with you. I'm for real. That's right. Some, some, some days you may need your favorite auntie or your great grandfather. Yeah. You know, it just depends on the day. Like who's gonna show up? Because you know, when with the veneration of the the, the ancestors. It's all of them who show up for you. Yeah. It's not just you that's showing up. It's you know, you know, we it's all of them that are behind you, in front of you, with you. And that's a powerful place to be. And that's how you can navigate in this world even when you're at your loneliest because you know that you are really not alone. It's just for a period, you know, like a season. But you're never alone. Yeah. Never ever Ever. You're never, ever, ever alone. You just have to be, be open to listening in a new way and being communicated with in a different way. It ain't going to always come in words. If you come through the wind, you come through, you know, like Tabitha Brown with the dime showing up for her mama, um, it, it's going to show up. But you got to be open. You just got to be open. What would you say to inspire or encourage others who are interested in cultivating a spiritual relationship with their ancestors? I would say begin with having the conversations with your living elders. Document, record um, what they are telling you. Because those, they have the most immediate and direct connections. And they will begin to open the portals and then continue those conversations. There's no right or wrong way to venerate your ancestors. There are obvious examples that work, but there's no right or wrong way to do it. You know, so talk, definitely, especially folks that are our age and younger, 
definitely get those stories. Learn who who's who in your family. Read, research. You'll and then you'll begin to feel them. Put up white candles if you really want to talk to some folks. You know. Allow them space in your house. Dedicate a space in your house for just them. Even if you only got one picture, dedicate a space. They'll come. But they have to know that they are welcome. As a writer, author, and award-winning poet, Lavinia brings poetry to every space. From summer camps to libraries, her classroom is public. Her work has been featured in several stage productions, and she is honored to serve as a major force of inspiration, creativity, empowerment, and cultural enrichment for her community. This week's scripted wisdom is in reflection of our guest, Lavinia Jackson, and in honor of her path. Hold those things that tell your history and protect them. During slavery, who is able to read or write or keep anything? The ability to have somebody to tell your story to is so important. It says, I was here. I may be sold tomorrow, but you know I was here. Maya Angelou. Now I've been free. I know what a dreadful condition slavery is. I have seen hundreds of escaped slaves, but I never saw one who was willing to go back and be a slave. Harriet Tubman In order for me to be born, I needed two parents, four grandparents, eight great-grandparents, sixteen second great-grandparents, 32 third-great-grandparents, 64 fourth-great-grandparents, 128 fifth-great-grandparents, 256 sixth-great-grandparents, 512 seventh-grandparents, great-grandparents, 1,024 eight-great-grandparents, and 2,048 ninth-great-grandparents. For me to be here today, from 12 previous generations, I needed a total of 4,000 and 94 ancestors over the last 
400 years. Think about that for a moment. How many struggles, how many battles, how many difficulties, how much pain and sadness, how much happiness, how many love stories, how many expressions of hope for the future did my ancestors have to undergo for me to exist in the present moment. May Juneteenth not only be a day of celebration, but a day to commemorate those that were here before me and did not give up. Unknown.